In Chua's parenting code, the mission of the parent is the myth of perfection, to mirror mommy at every turn, never knowing what's right except in mother's rejection or in her momentary favor. It's like being raised by the Red Queen, a woman with a borderline personality, if there ever was one. I find that popular American parenting debates offer this false polarization. It's either, are you going to be an authoritarian narcissist? Or, are you going to be a feel-good, coddling egoist? Now, the first is like Amy, who literally tears up substandard homemade birthday cards and throws them in her daughter's faces. And I suppose the other extreme, we'll just call her the stoner mom who wanders off to pierce her belly button and leaves the kids in the car. She's simply the twin sister. Neither of these mothers sees her children apart from themselves. It's all projection. Each sister has read the same Bible, free to be me and me. In my sex education work, I often get asked by parents, how do you guide young people to a non-neurotic sex life, to have a good head on their shoulders, about their bodies, about their desires? And of course, you know, I'm not crazy. It's not like parents pick up their baby and go, oh boy, the orgasms you're going to have. <laughs> you know, no. But mothers and fathers do ask themselves questions about their own childhoods that they left behind. For example, can a kid grow up without religious superstition? How about an appreciative, objective view of their bodies? Will our kids be confident in their sex lives rather than appeasers, herders, fakers? Will they have a sense of humor about sex? Will they be able to share their warmth and affection and to thrive from their sexual imagination? That is sexual health in a nutshell. It's synonymous with adult independence. Living a life without looking over your shoulder for approval, without shame and self-doubt, is as much a sexual issue as it is a maturity benchmark. And you know, red queen parenting is never going to cut it.